0: Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, body whisperer, Milica Yelenich.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pleasure Zone. And we are only three sleeps away from Santa. How does it get better than that? So those of you who are listening later on and not on the live show, you are uh, maybe listening when Santa's already arrived. And if you're listening at times in the future, it doesn't even matter because today we're talking about binging. And not only that, like how many times do we binge during holidays, but how many times do we do it um, through our lives and we just don't even know it? Actually, I was talking to my guest today. Uh, this morning um, about the topic, and part of what came up, she was like, hey, let's talk about binging. And I was like, oh, really? The a pleasure zone, really? And then it was like, I went into so much judgment of it that I was like, hell yeah, I got so much judgment on that. Let's clear some stuff. Because, man, that had, like, such a wicked charge for me that I went into, like, I went into this, like, crazy judgment about, how could I do that in the pleasure zone? That's not about, there's no pleasure in binging. But then I realized, oh, wow, actually, people derive a lot of pleasure from binging. Um, So, and where I'd done that in my life. So, my guest today is Annie Gelfand. She's a master of many things, but one of them is that she's a master coach, actually, which is a lot of people don't even, you know, you see a lot of coaches out there, and they call themselves coaches, but they have no coach training. And then you've got, you can actually get your master master coaching, which is a rare, um, it's a rare designation. So she's also got her MBA, because Annie doesn't just do one thing. She does many things. And she's actually been coaching people since 1990 and has been in business for over 30 years. So um, doing many different modalities. I know Annie from um before acts Consciousness, I briefly kind of knew about her um, from before that, as she also does a lot of different kinds of body work, and one of them is reflexology. So she also teaches that, even though she didn't put that in her bio, I'm also putting that out there, because uh, that is something she's super talented with, too. So... She did. Um, she did do her coaching certification through the Coaches Training Institute, and she's a master certified coach uh, credited by the International Coach Federation, which is the highest credential um, there is. So there are less than seven percent uh, of people with that designation in the world. Annie, I like how Annie's wrote, written some of her bio that she's weird and colorful. <laughs> That's her weird and colorful background, but Annie is weird and colorful, thus I have her on the show. So she she has a lot of uh, strateg- strategic marketing um, background from her years in corp in her corporate career. And, um, there's a lot of other things she, you know, because, you know, when you're doing lots of things in your life, you might as well like also live in India for seven years and get the experience of living in ashram in the Himalayas, meditating, doing yoga, learning Ayurvedic medicine. And, um, so Annie has a very, very varied background. Um, and so she has had a lot of experience in different fields and different, um, and a lot of d- just different modalities, so the information that you're getting tonight is Annie and it's got a lot of access tools um this is Annie, and she's gonna be bringing to us a lot of her own um personal tools that she's used in her life and also a lot of um things that like just awarenesses she has about being able to trust more of ourselves so she's she what she does is she's kind of like the adventure guide to irresistible self-discovery. So what she's bringing to us is um, to allow us to find we can actually trust ourselves more, to be ourselves and nothing but ourselves no matter what. So originally our topic was going to be about introversion um, because as much as here I am on the radio, I really identify with being an introvert in so many ways. And And Annie, even though she's like a social butterfly out and around people usually, she's also identifies herself as an introvert. So um, that was where we were kind of starting out with, which is kind of like trusting you and knowing you and like not really being afraid to be who you be. Um, And part of what this binging topic came about was like, as we were discussing it today, was that Annie was saying like for her that there's this component about binging that it really is about avoiding who you be. So, and how many ways do we do that, not just um, in terms of food, right? So, I think we have so, there's such a, there's so much information that I was not even, like, willing to consider before this topic was chosen. And there's, I had such an aversion to it that it just made me laugh. Like, I thought... Oh, yeah. Well, I did, like, four years of, you know, university studies on psychology. Like, it's really boring now to me to talk about more frickin' health issue problems. Like, I went into such judgment that it was hilarious. (laughs) So... I was like, man, all I ever heard about was binging. Like, all the girls in university, all they ever talked about was their binging issues. I'm like, and I'm just like sitting there going, guys, rub your bellies. Love them. I don't get it. What's the issue? (laughs) I just had like a very different point of view. So, for me, it was like there was, there's definitely an energy there that sticks me. So, I'm like super excited to like get into this and find out like, what is it that so gets me on this?
2: Wow! Hey, Melissa, <laughs> I, I wanted to actually start this with binging through the snow, ways to stay out of holiday vortexes. <laughs> awesome. I kind of wanted—I wanted to kind of throw a little fun out there because it's not usually associated with fun. The whole issue of binging, yeah. and yeah, I mean, we take so many things so seriously, and everything's so significant. I do want to add one other thing to my, I know, really lengthy bio, but I do want to give credit because I'm also a certified facilitator for Access Consciousness. And so many of the tools that I'm going to be sharing with you today, in addition to to my numbers of years as a coach, come from Access because they work. It's just like Access is, is one of those things that, You know, it's so strange. They're weird. They're wacky tools. And when I first heard them, it's like Chinese. They don't make any sense. you kind of, your mind goes, huh? And that's the point. Like the idea of access tools is to put your mind kind of in that huh space so that you can get to the being and actually get to unlocking all the places where we've locked ourselves up. And just for a second, just for a second, join me in this place of the possibility of all of us really truly freaking being who we be like seriously a, a world full of all of us being ourselves just for a second just only for one,
1: one second because if we did it for more than that any the whole <laughs> world would explode let's face it I know.
2: <laughs> Okay, let's
1: do it right now, guys, on the count of three, two, one, B. Yeah. Okay, now let's go back to not being ourselves. Okay, we're good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nuh-uh, nuh-uh. <laughs> <Right> there, babe. <laughs> the thing is, like, that's why we're doing this. Like, why do I do this, right? Like, I was married to a doctor, I had a corporate career, and I left it all. I literally was the monk who gave away her Ferrari. And here I am and I'm doing all these tools and I'm doing it because there, I know there's a different reality that's possible, and I have been searching my whole life to find out something that's going to bring me to me because if you aren't first and foremost in intimacy with yourself and in gratitude and kindness with you, you can't do anything else with anyone else. So that's why it's like that whole, you know, for a moment, everyone who's on this call everyone who's listening to this call in the future, like just seriously barriers down. Like really let them down and just be for a moment and really tune into you and your energy and the difference you be and expand that out expand it out past wherever you are, as big as the city that you're in, bigger than that, bigger than the country, 100,000 kilometers, and as big as the planet. That's what I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So on the topic of binging, like, how many... For me, you know, I was saying how many, like, points of view I had about it. And, you know, like, there, there is, like, a sort of an energy that did charge me up when I read that word. And and so today, as I've been, like, wandering around, kind of questioning, like, am I a binger? Like, where in my life have I binged? Is this, like, something that's sticking me because I identify with it because it's what I do, and I'm refusing to acknowledge it. And so there are so many things I've done. And it's funny, like, I so for me, there's this binge and purge. And I've been watching my daughter puke all day. She's like six years old. And I thought, wow, well, you know, the last few days I've watched her body consume probably more food than most adults consume. And her body often does that. And then she has this, like, um, meltdown day where her body just gets rid of all of it. And I wondered, you know, I'm looking at this, and so I'm not really going into conclusion on it, but I'm looking at this going, I wonder where in my life I do that, where I like bring in all of the stuff, and then I eliminate all of it. And, mm. you know, I, I'll even like bring in, um, say, for example, like, um, I don't usually buy a lot of clothes, but I have a lot of stuff given to me because I'm like the queen of hand-me-downs, and I love them. Uh, I love not throwing Clothes out, like I like getting other people's clothes and combining, like five of my friend's clothes and creating new wardrobe from all their five wardrobes. That's so fun for me, and so I I do that a lot. And then I like go through them, right? So uh, lately, I've been doing like purging of clothes, handing them to other people so that they can, you know, do the same thing. So uh, for me, there's like areas where I definitely do that. Like I binge, and it's like I almost hoard them out of fear, like. As if if I don't have this stuff, then I'll have nothing. And so, yeah, does that apply to any of you out there? Do you hoard stuff, thinking that you're never going to have it, and then you have too much of it, and you have this awareness that you got to start getting rid of stuff? So, like, would we had more wow. awareness than that, right?
2: Wow! 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 So, oh my God, Molly, to the energy from that. You know, the first of all, the one place to start with any of this is all the different places that we've made are strong because we're all walking around going, oh, my God, what's wrong with me, right? So I'm a terrible person because I binge. I'm a terrible person because I hoard my clothes or I'm, you know, like, so everything that brought up and anyone, um, will you please now? Okay, so I'm going to use something called the clearing statement. And this is that weird and wacky thing that we were talking about earlier. Um, and if you want to get the details on what that stands for, you can go to theclearingstatement.com. So what I'm going to do is, that brought up an energy, what Melissa just talked about. That brought up an energy, and that's got her and anybody else, tons of others actually, locked in. Like there's something that's got you locked up. So when that energy is there, when we use the clearing state, we're actually going back to the point of creation whenever you bought that as true. And it could be, you know, this is the weird and wacky stuff. It could be lifetimes ago. So everywhere you bought that as true, will you please destroy? And everywhere you bought into the wrongness of you, no matter what that looks like, will you destroy and uncreate at all times of hmm Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pun and punk, online shorts, boys and beyond. So what does Bindang mean to you?
1: For me, I mean, we're just, like, asking people to check the energy of that. But for me, like, binging, for me, there's such a shame around it. Like, I have so many distractor implants around it that it was, like, such an... You know, that creates such an aversion to it. <clears throat> the binging, to oh. me, is, like, like not willing to even... So, for me, it's, like, I'm holding on to so much, whether it's food or clothes or whatever, that it's, like, this desperation cry for, for never being able to have more, or even to allow stuff into my life. It's like that holding on, I'm not actually allowing it into my life because I'm so afraid of losing it that I'm not even choosing it.
2: Bingo. You just nailed it. So not Hmm. being willing to lose something doesn't allow you to make room for something else. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but the holding on so tight means that there is no room for anything else. Whereas if you could just let it go then what else is possible? And I know that mentality. When I was living in India, there would be days and days and days where we would go without having any water or electricity and there was no food coming. And, you know, so it was like this crazy, crazy thing where you'd have to run and, and sort of stock up. And I remember there was almost like a uh, almost a panic, right? So how many lifetimes have we been hungry and done without, and then we've got this whole sort of hoarding mentality that we should stock up for the rainy day when you don't have right Mhm, so everything that brought up times the gazillion when you destroy and uncreate it all for sure, right wrong good and bad, pun and poc, all nine shorts, poison mess. Do you use the clearing statement on your show often we do
1: yep. Yeah, So, but some of my listeners can be new. We have people coming in like new all the time, so we always mention that they can go to theclearingstatement.com to check that out. We do have break now, so when we come back from break, we're going to get more into this.
0: Okay, cool. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich, you you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
3: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm you can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Milica at melitza@melitzayelenich.com now back to the program
1: hello everyone and welcome back to the pleasure zone my guest today is Annie Gelfand and we are talking about binging through the holidays Winning through the snow is what we called it. So uh, it's not just through the snow we do this, but it often comes up more and more at this time of year because, you know, we're all at these parties or choosing not to go to them and um, depending on what kind of personalities we are and what awarenesses we have. So, you know, um, if you are finding that you're just avoiding listening to your body on any account for anything or you're avoiding listening to your money flows and going, oh, no, I can spend $35,000 on Christmas presents because everybody wants a diamond ring. I really think that would make everybody happy. Like, we can do stupid things like that. So what if we um, <laughs> don't binge on Christmas presents? And I needed to have a bit of a southern accent for that because it was all being a southern <laughs> diva. That, well, and that I mean. you know
2: what? You just nailed it because that's the other thing that happens is that we're psychic, Right. So how many of us are going out to stores and picking up everybody else's stuff because they think they have to prove how much they love everyone and have to buy the most expensive presents so they put themselves into debt because if they don't, then they're not, you know, they're ashamed. And that shame you talked about, distractor implant. Distractor implants are wonderful ways that we put in our own way of, Really being present and really choosing. So guilt, shame, regret, anger, God knows what else there is. I forget. There's 24 of them. I'm not. Remembering yeah. Guilt, them all, shame,
1: blame, regret, money, <laughs> anger, rage, fury,
2: hatred. Yeah. 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 There's lots,
1: and they all seem to be um, for me like whenever I have that energy on something that's like Bleh, I don't like that. Or, ooh, that sounds yummy and delicious, and I just want to jump all over that because, oh, and it's not that I'm aware that my life will expand by choosing it. It's just more like a lust. So whenever I notice I have a lust over something or I have a total disgust over something, did you like my rhyme? Then I, I know there's something there. So lust yeah. and disgust, what do we know about that? And like how... Much of our bodies um, do that, you know, whether it's binging or anything like food or alcohol or um, even, so Annie had asked up in the chat room about if there's anything that anybody would like to change. Um, And one of the things that came up for me was like, I felt like, you know, binging, I sometimes do this like funny binging thing where I even on friendships and company where I like want to see people lots and lots and lots and then I want to run away and hide in a cave. Yeah. So so it's like there is this like really extreme choice in it and for a long time I th- I'm aware now that it's like a lot of this is not from a place of awareness. A lot of it's like from a place of um, uh, we had a word for that we were using like a while ago in Access where it was the um. Auto response systems, right? So I was doing these like auto responses of uh, this this sort of binge like behavior. was It's not something I was doing from awareness at all. It was just automatic pilot. So, so
2: Melissa, what would you like to change? Um,
1: so, for me, I would like to when it comes to certain things like, well, not even certain things, like, because energy seems to be, like, kind of pervasive in my life. Um, So what I would like to have is more awareness. What I would choose is that so that, you know, instead of going into, um, say, um, these binge things, like even say, we'll just take the binging of friends, for an example, and then I see tons and tons and tons of people, and then I want to run away and hide. And I... Even sometimes do that with clients, right? I'll, I'll work like 12 hours straight days um, for a few days, and then I just go, I want to run away from people. Um, so- well, you
2: know what comes what comes up when you start talking is like right away we want to make ourselves wrong for whatever it is that we're sensing, and I'm I'm kind of wondering like so what's you know what if that's just your awareness.
1: Yeah, true. So as I was saying that too, I was like, "Oh, what if that's just how I operate?" <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> what if it isn't? Wrong? I'm talking, and I'm like, aware you know, of like, what if that's just how I operate? Oh, what if that's not a wrongness? And what if I do just require that time off? And like, so what if there's no wrongness in, like, okay, so you know, people talk about like the medical um, things that can occur to your body if you're binge eating, or and I have, I know quite a few. People who are who binge and purge, who have bulimia and anorexia and stuff. So, um, what I'm wondering is, is like, what if what if we didn't make that a wrongness? And like, what if their bodies weren't falling apart like everybody likes to claim they are? And like, what if that's just the way their bodies like to eat? Because I don't, I wouldn't say that my daughter has that if she's six years old, but her body often just wants to eat and eat and eat and eat, and then there's days where she's like done. Done with food.
2: Well, how many times have I watched, you know, parents um force their children to have milk and cheese and wheat and corn and Cheerios and, and so on because that's what everyone's supposed to have. And the thing I know, because I've been studying bodies I have been studying bodies for about thirty years. And It's been a journey for me. That's why I started studying them, because I was such a stranger. I didn't really understand my body. I felt like, who is this? Like, what is this? And any time, because I spent so much of my childhood being sick and having so many things come up, and they were all mysterious, and I didn't know how to deal with them. And the thing that really, really changed everything for me was my willingness to treat my body with respect instead of as if it was some kind of evil entity that I had to destroy <laughs> and annihilate, you know? Like, we we really forget that it's the body that's eating, it's the body that's with the friends, it's the body that's, you know, doing the exercise, and it's the being that is 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 almost like choosing for the body. But what if we could really be with our bodies in respect. And like, you, think of going, think of being with your body like you're traveling to a different country and you don't understand the language. Now, the first language for all of us is energy and body's energy. So what if you could have the capacity and what if you already do that you really get your body's message, you just don't necessarily acknowledge it yet. Cool. So everywhere you haven't acknowledged what you know, and all the wisdom, and and instead of the wrongness, what is right about that We you destroy and create it all? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and want all my shorts, boys and beyond. So Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, has put out some really phenomenal um, clearing processes that's all around this topic. And one of them, actually, I'll share a few of them. There's going to be a recording of this, right?
1: Yep. And it's going to be in in archives, and people can get it on iTunes, and people can get it on Android apps, and yep, lots of ways to get this in in archived information.
2: Cool. Yeah. So here's... So they don't have to worry about writing it down. They nope. can just listen to the recording. So how much binge and purge are you using to annihilate your body, are you choosing? Well, and everything matters. <laughs> Time to God tell you when you destroy and uncreate it all. Oh, who knew? <laughs> I'm talk all night, shorts, boys, and beyond. Yeah, that, wow, that one happen. really adds something
1: you know, for me in that. That was awesome. Well, it's funny it's like yeah. so simple, right? Like these quink statements are sometimes so freaking simply put, like they're just so to the point. You're like, "Whoa, that was something else." So,
0: well, binging, I say that is like my body
1: is. my body reacts to these like my body is like yawning and I'm like stretching and I'm like that one was a good one.
2: Binging and purging, I mean, we do it like you, you were saying, we do it with clothing, we do it with food, we do it with friendships, we do it with drinking, you know, we do it with work. It's anything that we're doing to some excessive, like, you know, all these people that are going out and buying all the presents right now, and then, so they're binging and buying all these things, and then they have to purge later and not buy anything, because they've spent too much, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or they have to purge
1: because there's no room in their house left for anything. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So l- lately I've been like noticing there's more of like, so with my daughter I've been noticing that we've been doing this like intake-outtake. It's almost like there's like inventory coming in and there's inventory coming out like in her room. So she's got inventory of toys going out and there's likely, you know, inventory coming in this week. So... Uh, when I'm aware that inventory is coming in I often go through stuff and we like inventory out of her room so you know part of it is like her body physical body often reacts to like the energies of the house so when I'm going through these you know kind of purging things like her body is like doing that too and the binging things like it's really funny so how aware is your body of everything in your environment too
2: Absolutely, and the whole thing about well, what if it isn't a wrongness? What -hmm. if there's actually a wisdom in there? And you know, when when uh, how many people have things in their house that they don't like? You know, Aunt Jenny gave them this, and Uncle Stephen gave them that, and Mom gave them this, and I inherited that from Grandma, and I'm supposed to keep it. And every time you look at it, your whole inside just crawls up and (laughs) goes, right, right? Yeah, because they're incredibly
1: significant (laughs) gifts. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and your daughter's so smart like you know she just instant know. like I know Ziva right and she's such a wise little being I mean she doesn't there's, like you have to get that if you're going through your mind to think something through then you're actually not going into knowing
0: mm-hmm.
2: and, and so what if you were really really going in your knowing and checking in with your body when you were in front of something and mm-hmm. asking your body, hey, what do you like? Is this something we should hang on to, or get rid of, We'll yeah. give it away?
1: It was cute yeah. too. Uh, well, actually, we'll talk about this more when we come back from break. But she did have, in that she's very aware that what her body is going through right now is not hers. And we talked about this earlier today, and she's like, yeah, yeah. Ugh, she's like, it can't belong to the food because that that food was okay for me my body wanted it (laughs) but but, uh there's something else mummy it's not mine and it just won't go away
2: (laughs) wow and i wonder how much how much siva is taking things out of people yeah absolutely it sounds weird because we're breaking right (laughs) yeah on that deliciously curious note (laughs) that's right how do we
1: do that do you do that do you take things out of people's bodies (laughs) when we come back from break, we'll talk more about that.
0: (laughs) Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
3: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. the best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Milica at MilicaJelanić.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. And I'm your host, Milica Yelinich. And my guest today is Annie Gelfan, and we're talking about binging through the snow. So before we went to break, we were discussing taking things out of bodies, but I'm going to keep you guys on the hook on that for a minute because I'd like Annie to talk about, um, just for a minute, Annie, if you can tell the listeners what um, your special offer for them is.
2: Oh, my. I have quite a few special offers. Yes, for go a for a it, girlfriend. Um... I want to make sure we get... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So for the first 50 new subscribers to my newsletter, you have to go to RadicalWisdom.com and sign up in the right corner for my newsletter. You're going to get 30% off access books that I have in stock, and that includes a phenomenal uh, CD of 82 clearing processes that I've collected as a joint excuse me, joint venture with Access Consciousness over the years. So 30% is like a phenomenal, phenomenal discount. Of course, you know, shipping and handling is on top of that. They'll also get a free MP3 uh, clearing process with kick-ass clearings for clearing your issues with money and Access Tools cheat sheet, And then if you go to RadicalWisdom.com and you sign up, there are also a whole host of other specials that I have offering. I'm also a reflexology instructor, so there's some reflexology and aromatherapy specials, some Access Bars specials, and, and some coaching packages, uh, discovery coaching package for three months that I've uh, given a nice little um, prize for so that uh, you, you can offer that as a gift certificate. So lots to choose from.
1: And you have a Bars class coming up on the 29th, correct?
2: I do. Thank you for remembering to say that, Melissa. Yeah, I, you know what, I was like, what's a great, you know, I have a little ritual I do at the end of every year where I sort of look back over the year and I think, okay, what, where did I want to be? What would I have liked to have done? What do I want to let go of? What's my you know what's my dream for the coming year and how would I like to bring that in? Because every choice we make now is creating our future. So access bars to run a full day access bars class because the price is going up January first, and so I thought this would be a phenomenal way to a spend time doing something I love with people that I adore. And you're you know whoever loves doing bars I adore you. <laughs> so. <laughs> It would be so much fun if you want to come on out to Peterborough, Ontario, Canada. Go to com and you can register for the classes there or find out more information there.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Annie. So before we went to break, we talked about you know getting pulling things out of people's bodies. And we haven't really talked about that on this show, I don't think. So I will let you discuss that more um, with people. I am aware of it, but I'm going to let you talk about it since you brought it up.
2: Well, you know, we're going on such a weird and wacky direction. We may as well continue on this one. right. (laughs) right. (laughs) So um, one of the things that I've noticed about me, and I know I am the only one, of of course, when I would go out into the world, I would, my body would hurt. And I had a, I was at a symphony of possibilities training with Dr. Dane here, uh, last September. And, um, I asked him about this because I had this idea that, you know, if I notice something in my body and I know already that I have that psychic ability, then just by noticing it, I had the idea that I should be able to diffuse it. It should, it should go. But he said, no, just because, you recognize something doesn't mean it's going to go away, <laughs> right?
1: Right. Like for my so, daughter, it just didn't go away just because she knows it's not right. hers.
2: And, and we can return to sense. one of the tools, right? Who does yeah. this belong to? It's the first thing, first place that you land when you notice something off. Who does this belong to? Okay, is it mine? Well, guess what, guys? 99,000% of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions aren't yours to begin with. Mm-hmm. So when they show up, so what we want to do is when we say, is this mine and it's not, you can try going to return to sender with consciousness, but still sometimes it sticks. Mm -hmm. So does your body have the capacity to heal other bodies by pulling their stuff out? And you think it's a very cute thing we do, putting it in our own bodies.
1: (laughs) Because we're so efficient.
2: (laughs) It's not much fun. So no. what if we could actually heal bodies without having to put them that, like you can pull it out, but you don't have to put it in your own body. You can. And my cats do it, by the way. My cats yes. do this all the time, you know. Like all of a sudden, my male cat will hide, and I'm like going, okay, what's going on? And I thought maybe he was you know, the cats see entity, so I thought, oh, is he seeing an entity he's not comfortable with? And then I realized he picks up on everything with me. And animals have the ability to heal, you know, heal us through their bodies, and they pull stuff out of their bodies, so they do it all the time. And I had a conversation, I know this is, again, more weirdness, but I had a conversation with him, and I said, you know, you don't have to do that. I'm so grateful that you do it, but you don't need to put it in your body. You can just let it go. So what if we could all have, you know, if we have that capacity and that ability, breathe it in, like pull it in and pull it out. You know,
1: Mm. like let it flow through you. Don't hold on to it. That's part of that. That makes sense. Yeah, it's part for me. You know, that's like, I think it totally relates because we're talking about binging and like part of that's the holding on to, not really wanting to let go of thing, right? It's like, to me, it's kind of got a binging and hoarding are very similar energies to me in a lot of ways. Yeah, they're just more and more and more and more, and I can't have enough. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and it's coming from yeah. a lack,
2: right?
1: Yeah, for sure. And we have, our in our, we have, let it go. Uh, I would sing that for you, Christine.
2: <laughs> However, we're
1: going to keep the audience listening tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not,
2: sing, I'm not going to offer to sing it either, because everyone will hang up. <laughs>
1: I'll sing in private, in private.
2: <laughs> do in the shower. <laughs> That's right. So...
1: Yeah, so how many of us actually are not just doing that with bodies to heal them, but what else are we pulling out of bodies? So I know I have a capacity to pull alcohol out of bodies. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, during this season, and I'm around people who are, say I've been at an event and people have been drinking or something, and I'm like going, whoa, I just smelled (laughs) wine and I'm freaking jacked. Like, this is crazy, right? And how and I have to really go, okay, wow, where is this coming from? Who does this belong to? And go, Oh, okay, cool, it's not even mine, it's not my alcohol, it's not my entities, woohoo. <laughs> so Well
2: that's the brilliant thing is though going into a question because that's mm-hmm. not something that we've been trained to do. So you know, how many times do you come into a room full of drunk people or a bar even, right? And yes. all of a sudden, you're like, you're a cheap date. Me too. Like, you're <laughs> drunk just walking into a room full of drivers, <laughs> right? And so what if you could just acknowledge it and, and, and go, okay, who does this belong to? Go on a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not mine. Okay, return to sender with consciousness. Does it lighten up? Does it create more space? Are you able to be more present?
1: Yeah, and less drunk. <laughs> yes, it's wonderful, right? <laughs> and how much does that happen to you? Like, so... Here's another example. So I went, um, I, you know, when I've gone out to restaurants, and I went out to a restaurant with a, a mutual friend of ours uh, when she was in Toronto. and She was teaching a class here, and, um, you know, it was funny. I was like using the access tools, looking at the menu, going, "Body, what would you like?" And my body was like, "This and this and this," and this. I was like, "What? 45 M's? Like really?" <laughs> And so I turned to her, and I was like, "Um, Carlina, my body is, like, asking for, like, a lot of stuff. This is really weird. She's like, oh, yeah, that, you know, because she was facilitating a class on entities. And she's like, oh, sometimes that happens during entity classes. So she gave me a few (laughs) tools, and then I was like, oh, that's all my body wanted, something really simple and small instead of this, like, buffet that I thought I was choosing. But I was totally tapping into everybody in the freaking restaurant, like a hundred patrons in the restaurant, and my body's choosing everything they're choosing. So yes. you can, like, you know, choosing that awareness to even ask your body what it desires without going into, like, binge mode. Like, who am
2: I eating for
1: right now? Like, If you start well, to notice even that the there's, binging, like, so much going on. yeah.
2: Even the binging, I mean, who does that belong to, right? So, like, yeah. you can even go into... What patterns, or how many patterns of disharmony are you using to biomimetically mimic the binging and purging? To be like everyone else, are you choosing? Ouch! <laughs> 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 and everything that is times a gazillion. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pun <laughs> and possible, and shorts, boys and beyond. Wow. Ah. Yeah. So Yeah.
1: Let's do that one again.
2: <laughs> yeah. How many patterns of disharmony are you using to biomimetically mimic bingeing and purging to be like everyone Oof. else are you choosing? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that my throat hurts actually. I feel like, like I'm
1: coming out of my skin. That's uh, hilarious. It's like that image of like, <laughs> it's so funny.
2: Oh, and everything that cool. is right, wrong, good, bad, pun, punk, pun, all nine shorts, plus, And even my saying like the words, my throat hurts, like even that is a conclusion, right? Mm-hmm. It's like every time we notice something in our bodies, what if we could actually just ask it a question? Instead of concluding on it, so like it's this, it's that, you know, it's a it's a migraine, it's a mm-hmm. sore throat, it's a kidney stone, it's a blah blah blah. Yeah, like our bodies are made of molecules, our bodies are made of energy, and they are absolutely fluid, and they respond exactly. to questions. Yeah, they love questions. So we're about to break, and that's yeah, a in eight seconds. Topic. Cool. Yeah, I'll come back to that one, <laughs> and after the break. <laughs> <laughs>
0: With body Whisper, Milica Yelinich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
1: Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. I'm your host Emilie Zelenich, and today my guest is Annie Gelfand, and we're talking about binging through the snow. So our topic has gone through a lot of um, awarenesses during the show. So it's not just about food; it's about, you know, how we are doing this like binging um, sort of uh, action in our lives, like whether it's, uh, you know, binging with spending, binging with eating, binging with friends, binging with clothing, binging with... So where in your life have you done this? Where you just over extending yourself, binging with alcohol? And we talked about a few tools, too, that um, are really an awesome contribution to changing some of this and lots of clearing statements on here to start to... Just, so if you're just tuning in now, um, absolutely feel free to listen to the whole show and get some amazing clearing statements from this uh, to start to change anything that um, has to do with binging for you and where you've been binging. So, Annie, can you let us know a little bit more? um, What other tools do you use? So who does it belong to? So so let's say you're going into a a place um, where you're noticing like a a binge sort of uh, activity going on in your life, or you're noticing like, oh, here I am, I just ate 45 cookies. Wow. Or I say cookies because that's my issue. (laughs) And cookie dough. You
2: you know my story a little bit, right? So a lot of people who might be listening don't know this story. So I'm Mm -hmm. going to just tell a really quick synopsis. So my whole life, I never, ever had an issue with food. I really never did. And then I got to India, and, you know, there's no distractions. There's no family. There's no job. There's no husband. There's no, you know, relationships. There's not much in the way of socializing. Like, there was no distractions. It was just me, basically. And I found myself eating a lot. <laughs> and I wasn't really thinking about what was driving it too much. But one day, I, you know, and I didn't have a mirror. I had no mirror in my in my home. And one day a friend of mine came to visit and she was uh she was visiting in a hotel she was staying in a hotel and I wandered in front of her mirror and I was absolutely oh my god, who is that person? <laughs> <laughs> so I started to realize that something was really at a kilter and I and so I, I started to become alert. Like I you know, I what had happened before was that I had been so turned into this hyper type A executive corporate person that was always trying to people please and always trying to be little miss perfect and always doing everything right and you know hyper 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 (laughs) like no wonder I was you know I was really under I would think I was really underweight actually and then I get to India and suddenly I can just relax (laughs) it's like okay let's you know let's just take it easy but um What really started to to create awareness for me was uh, one day I found myself back in my, because for me it actually turned into bulimia, which was, you know, if you've ever experienced it, it, can be quite horrifying and actually kind of terrifying too. Because it's this constant back and forth of, you know, you're, 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 you're trying to get to a place of being in control, trying to use the food in a sense to get control, and then feeling way out of control, and then having feelings of almost self-loathing that, you know, and then you use the food to block it out, and, and you just feel worse. So we're actually almost at the end of the call, holy. I know, it so goes by Really fast. So just quickly, I'll tell you. I'm writing a book about this, so stay tuned, guys, because there's lots more about this topic. But essentially, what turned me my awareness on was that I realized I had been eating my words, like literally eating my words. And instead of pissing someone off and saying what I really wanted to say, I ate, which is so freaking unkind to yourself and to your body, Instead of just speaking up and saying what is true for you, it doesn't mean you have to vomit all over someone, but they shouldn't vomit <laughs> over you either, right? So, yeah. And then going at them and eating a box of cookies because you can't say what you'd like to say, that just sucks. So. For me, that was a big, big, big revelation. And, and I did. I, I Shortly after that, I said, fuck you. I, I don't know if we're allowed to swear on this show. You'll oh, yeah, we are. If it's you awesome. Can. Oh, no, awesome. we can swear. <laughs> I, I, like, I never said fuck you to anyone before that. And I remember very distinctly the day that I, did, I kind of said it, and then I kind of went,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> So proud. <laughs> oh, I know. I was such a good little girl before that. So anyway, it all turned
1: around when you said, "fuck you." (laughs) but
2: but it's such a, that's why I call it the adventures of self-discovery because, you know, look, there is no final um, book of right and wrong at the end that we're going to get rated on that someone's, you know, going to be marking in a phone or grading a phone. This is your freaking life, everyone. Like nobody gets to tell you what's right and wrong for you any more than, you know, they tell you whether you should like broccoli or if you should like pea, peas or when you should pee.
3: <laughs> you know, like
2: only you know what that is. No one else knows. And 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 that's really what this is about. It's empowering people to know that they know and to trust that. And it's digging down deep into the layers of all the crap and past all the lies. And, you know, eventually you get to a place where you start really liking yourself. And, and, And that's just magical. It's magical when you can. And when you start being like that with yourself and you go out in the world and it doesn't matter if someone looks at you and grumbles because you know it's not about you, then the whole world will change. Just imagine.
1: Yeah, people actually just grumble because they want to go. <laughs> it has nothing to do with us. And if they yeah. are grumbling at us, how much fun can we have receiving it?
2: I think, like, <laughs> right?
1: So much is like binging is like, for me, is like the inability to really receive from anybody, right? So, yeah, so I like what Annie said about swallowing words, and for me, it's like swallowing my pride. <laughs> It's yeah. funny, but yeah, so what is yeah. it for anybody else out there?
2: Yep. so yeah. RadicalWisdom.com, go sign up for my newsletter. Join us on different classes and call call me, call Melissa, join us, ask us questions. We're really happy to have you, and I'm so thrilled. Thank you so and much for having Facebook? me here. It's been so much fun. Yeah, Yeah. awesome. On friend on friend us on
1: Facebook, and you can go to my website and sign up for my um, email that I send out to you.
2: Have a happy
1: Christmas.
0: (laughs) Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yellenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.